What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Four Guys on a Comic. I know it's been a while. We had our flashback episode last Saturday, but it is Alex and Michael here. We are sorry we don't have Matt and other Mike. Nova, I keep trying to say Nova. It's the problem that I always have. Yeah. I always refer to Mike as Nova instead of because y'all all have the same M names. There's too many M's. Yeah, that's good. That's fine. It's okay. But yeah, unfortunately, they're out sick, man. Yeah, yeah. I've been sick all this past week, and then all of a sudden, uh, Matt over here is dying of a fever, too. It's like I uh, gave it to him through Lineapp or something. Yeah, we're going to just blame it on you. Yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But, but anyway, Yeah, I've got a lot of cool stuff going on these days in comics. Yeah, I know. We have a lot to talk about since uh, since we haven't been around each other for a while. But I figured, since it's the two of us, I kind of want to strike and stroke a little bit of uh, nostalgia here for everybody, because I think we both want to surprise everyone by uh, beginning this podcast with a little something that we used to do together all the time, which was pulling ads. Oh, God, yeah, that has always been a fan favorite. People really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, let's bring it back for a moment because it's just us. And I want to, like I said, I want to strike and stroke this nostalgia over here. I want to do an episode of pulling ads real fast. We'll only do one little thing. We'll do one issue each. We'll be real quick about it. What do you think? Yeah, let's do that. I pulled one out and quickly ran through it. And something semi-interesting that could be fun to talk about. Yeah, okay, cool. So um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, tell you what, how if I go first? Okay, cool. I'm excited right. to hear what it is. All right, well, today's issue that I randomly pulled out was Fantastic Four, uh, issue number 94. That's brought to us from, let's see, that is, what is this, 1969. Ooh. Yeah, so nice little uh, early, Actually, actually, now I think about it, this is the very first Bronze Age. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So going through here, I found a nice little page of Collect Coins, the Hobby Road to Riches. So as we all know, that kind of is true. You can get rich off of collecting coins. It's a nice little hobby. That can be pretty expensive, too. And I'm not quite sure about the prices of 1969, but some of these stuff in here is like, what? For example, genuine gold, gold nuggets from Alaska. You can get two or three precious nuggets of actual mined gold from famous Alaskan gold fields. Your chance to own genuine gold pieces for only one dollar. What? One dollar? One dollar? I want to know what's what size are these? You know, how many uh, uh, ounces of gold are you going to be getting for a dollar? You're going to be getting twenty-four ounces of fool's gold. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And who was the fool that paid a dollar for it? <laughs> hey, you know, that was the thing, though. Like, I re- I remember, like, Foo's Gold being, like, a uh, uh, popular thing when I was, like, little in the 90s, though. Yep. I mean, I know this was way back in the 60s. They've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. But it's always been something to uh, fool your friends with that's fun. No, it, ha- it always was fun. I have done it myself several times. You know, even... Stupid things like taking broken windshield car glass to my friends. Look, I got diamonds. Want a diamond? Only a quarter. <laughs> take that quarter, you know, take all that stuff, and I would go buy uh, some uh, 
Tops uh, Star Wars trading cards or something like that, but the you know the the packs had the gum in it. <laughs> you you little diabolical I, um, yes. entrepreneur, you? Huh? I was. That was me. I, I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's. Uh, we see uh, Red Skull over here with this trench coat opening up. Hey man, I got Rolexes and I got uh, Time Masters and. Yes, yeah. take your pick. What do you want? Really great price. Never been used. <laughs> uh, Only but, been made in China once. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but there's, there's a couple cool things in here. Like our famous coin grab bag. Thousands of coins, including 100-year-old coins. All guaranteed to be worth $2, but maybe worth much, much, much more. Already packaged and ready to go, including gold, silver type coins, f- uh, foreign key coins for only $2. Two whole dollars. Yeah, man. Can't pass that up. Well, you got to think about it. It was, what'd you say, 1969? Yep. Yeah, that's, I mean, $2 quite a bit of money back then. Yeah. I mean, here you get uh, the world's smallest silver coin, uh, dated 1865, Mexico's famous emperor maximum silver coin. New condition, big value, two bucks. Ooh. Yeah. How much is the comic that you are uh, reading this out of? The comic issue was 15 cents. (laughs) So that was a lot of money for a kid to spend back then. Maybe you can uh, trade that that gold you get from here for more comics. There you go. That's what it was. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I thought I'd throw out there. Some cool little uh, coin and gold stuff back from uh, 1969. What do you got for us? Okay, so I got a really cool one, and there's a reason why I said I thought you would like this. Um, it, my issue is Silver Surfer number five, uh, for uh, volume three, obviously, from 1987 was the run when it started. Um, but on the very back of the comic, in real big letters, it says, Meatloaf, humongous rock star of the universe. <laughs> exactly. Humongous rock star. <laughs> in Heroes... Helping Heroes, and he has a little comic strip here, and it's really short, so let me read it for you real fast. Yes, please. Okay, Okay. so it's a picture of Meatloaf holding his guitar, and he says, Special Olympians are the real heroes. I'm going to give them everything I've got, and then it shows him on stage, like, with his hands out, but who's going to help me? And then we see a panel of all of Marvel's superheroes. You know, we have the Hulk, we have Iron Man, Wolverine, we have Thing, Jean Grey... Cyclops, Thor, Spider-Man, and then a bunch of little kids, okay? Mm -hmm. And they say, we'll help Meatloaf, but how? And this is how. By returning this coupon today, Meatloaf says, the superheroes need 250,000 of their friends to help in the 1987 International Summer Special Olympic Games. Please help if you can. So you send in the coupon or the little send away thing right with a little bit of money and you yeah. can get a meatloaf cassette or record for five dollars wow yep and all of the money goes towards the uh, special olympics for 1987 <laughs> meatloaf took out apparently a whole page uh back page ad in a marvel comic book just to do this hmm, so that's, that's cool yeah i mean that's really cool on his part and the fact that they got the marvel um you know the Marvel artist to pencil this in and everything for him and draw him out and all that yeah. is even cooler. Um, you know, I always am for like you know the charity kind of things and whatnot, but you don't see many like celebrities going forward and taking out advertisements and comic Mm-mm. books to try and raise money for a cause. No, no. especially not nowadays. Uh, not at all. 
yeah and uh to see this and this like is a whole it's the whole back cover of the comic wow. so no that is cool yeah and uh cassetera record um if you little young whippersnappers out there that don't know what a cassetera record is um you know go ask your parents i guess <laughs> <laughs> your kids well, know what a cassette and a record are right yes that they do they do I've yeah had, i've had to sit down and teach them and sh- show them i, I bet what they say when they saw a record for the first time no they're pretty do you cool. remember they're like yeah they're like oh wow that's pretty cool you know nothing they weren't like head over heels excited like oh my god that's the coolest thing ever but you know i mean it's just giant black disc <laughs> yeah I honestly, in my head, the way a record works still doesn't make sense to me. I've tried to look it up and how the needle and everything makes mm-hmm. it play. It doesn't make sense to me in my head, but, you it know. It hasn't wrapped around yet, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, to little kids, I couldn't imagine, like, trying to explain that to them. Yeah. I mean, it makes a little more sense to me because, you know, it was older times. But now you have the internet and everything. else. it's like, oh, man, they just digitally put it on here and do mm-hmm. this, this. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. But back then it's like, oh, you put these grooves in a record and you did this mm-hmm. and it played it through this needle. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's weird, but no. These uh, It's cool that we have uh, comics that do that. I wish we would see that stuff more nowadays, you know? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So, I guess uh, you, you don't have anything that you want to mention other than I that. Have, Are we I have ready one to honorable on? mention that I'm going to throw okay. out there. Um, there's a full-page ad in here for Adele, uh, Practical Guides. So, skill-building practical guides. Uh, now, keep in mind, this is 1969, and these books you know, are averaging 6 to $7 for a book. There's a couple sets, for instance, for instance the Carpenters and Builders Guides. Those are going for seventeen dollars for a set. Got to think that was a lot of money in nineteen sixty nine. Seventeen dollars. Yes, for four books. Wow. Yes. Now the thing with these books are they're basically like if there's something you want to learn. For instance, I'll give you some of the examples of stuff they have here: auto engine engine tune up, diesel engine manual, um, an audio guide, machinist library, carpenters uh, and builders guides, masons books, plumbers and pipe fitters. Welders, blueprint reading, um, home appliance servicing, home refrigerator servicing, air conditioning servicing, electricity, a TV radio library. I mean, it goes on. There's so many different things in here. And for a good example is the one I'm looking at is the uh, Plumbers and Pipe Fitters Guide. It's uh, three books and it's for $12.50, which again, still for 1969, that's a lot of money for this. But it explains the all principles of modern plumbing and everything. Well, I, the job that I work with, you know, I do estimates and things along that line. And a lot of the stuff that I do is in regards to uh, pipes. And so, you know, I saw that uh, in one of my uh, co-workers' offices, he had these books. And he goes, you know what, as old as these books are, it is, the information hasn't changed at all. The information here is great. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I went on eBay and I bought that three-volume plumber set off of eBay and I want to say I got all three volumes. It was like five bucks. That's and pretty cheap. It is. Five bucks. And I'm going to tell you, you couldn't get a better set of books today because all that stuff is universal. The information never changes. Mm-hmm. And to see that, no, I got it for five bucks. And back then in 69, it was 15, 1250, which today equivalents to probably like 150 bucks. So. 
It's like and buying an encyclopedia set from a door-to-door salesman yeah. back in the day. Yeah, exactly. But I thought it was pretty cool when I saw this ad. I was like, hey, I recently bought that earlier this year. That's cool. That's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's weird to see how it translates over. I mean, like mm-hmm. how uh, some things don't ever change. Exactly. And like I say, you know, pipe sizes and things like that and a lot of the stuff, information that are in these books, it just doesn't change. Hmm. That's cool. Yep. How about you? Did anything honorable in there worth mentioning? One last honorable mention. It's in the same book. Um, there is a... I'm surprised to put this in here. Like, I, this is something I was talking about earlier. Um, the advertisement is in gray and black, right? And mm-hmm. it has pictures of four kids drawn out, okay? Uh-huh. Like, just little four little mugshot kind of look pictures of kids, okay? Yeah. And it says, it's 1987. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> I remember those campaigns. And But the thing is, is on the final picture, like the fourth picture, um, mm-hmm. it says beauty in red across it. And it says, oh. paid for by citizens in support of the Mutant Registration Act. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, That's I was cool. like, I remember, because I remember the ones you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it but was they, huge. I mean, it was in TV, radio, newsprint, everywhere. Yep. Well, they did it with these uh, mutant things. Uh, I guess this mutant thing, and it's like Mutant Registration Act and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's kind of talking about... Um, whatchamacallit uh not i guess mutant uh, extinction agenda or whatever okay extinction agenda mutant massacres i guess this was at about the same time that stuff was coming out and that's what they're trying to advertise in it but um yeah it's it's kind of surreal like just seeing because it, it looks super serious and then you just see muty across this little kid's face <laughs> and it's like oh snap <laughs> but um you know it really stood out it really seems like something uh, it, it seems like an advertisement that you would see in a Marvel comic nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I can see um, that. Yeah, and it's, it, it seems like it's an advertisement that's kind of like ahead of its time a little bit. It's really cool to see it in this 1987 comic and everything. That campaign was going on big at this time, um, so I guess it's not too big of a surprise at that. Yeah. But um, it's kind of cool how they incorporated it a little bit like that. But... Anyways, I guess that's going to wrap up the pulling ads. <laughs> <laughs>